the darkness at thy speaking it was done. Welcome to sermons from Zion Lutheran Church of Gwinner, North Dakota. Zion Lutheran Church is committed to the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a great crowd went with him. As he drew near to the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother. And she was a widow, and a considerable crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came up and touched the bear, and the bear stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. And this report about him spread through the whole of Judea, and all the surrounding country. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Do not weep. Do not weep. These were the words that Jesus said to that widow of Nain. For she was crying uncontrollably and out loud. It was an ongoing wailing, a weeping coming from the depths of her gut. She was weeping for quite some time. And yet Jesus said to her, do not weep. But how could she stop crying, you may ask? As a widow, death had finally came and devoured the one that she loved, her son, Her precious son had been seized and devoured by death itself, as well as her husband. She had no close family left. So here she was with a group of people bringing her dead son out with grief and tears, knowing that she was alone, no husband and no son. It was a funeral procession out of the city of Nain. And with each step, she cried, I imagine the realization of her loss became more and more real to her. So how could she stop crying? How does one turn off the tears when death has been so ruthless and so harsh on a person? You see, my friends, death is the great enemy that we will all face. It is the one thing that we all have in common. We will all face death for there's no escaping death. And when we face death, we will not have the strength to fight it off. No way and no how. We will not survive death. We know this to be true, for we have seen it with our loved ones who have passed away before us, those who have been swallowed up by death itself, resulting in us being all alone and oftentimes frightened and often in tears. And yet, in the midst of all of this misery, 
Jesus still dares to say, do not weep. But how can Jesus say, do not weep? Was Jesus attempting to be an insensitive jerk to this woman by telling her not to cry? Did he not understand her pain and her agony, her grief? Was he indifferent to her sorrow? You see, Jesus, he knew that she had seen the death of her husband, and he was aware that she had lost her son. And contrary to what it might seem, his heart was actually touched with pity and compassion. In fact, there was a turning in his gut. You know, the kind of feeling that grips your insides and causes you to want to make things right. And so with this pity and with this compassion, Jesus goes up to that coffin, to that dead son, and he stops the massive funeral procession And he does the unthinkable. He speaks. He speaks a word saying this. Young man, I say to you, rise. And like all of those other cases of the dead encountering Jesus in the New Testament, this young man, he sits up and he begins to speak. Jesus, he stops the procession of grief. He ends that journey to the grave. He stops death in its tracks and speaks through its grasp. Jesus' word, his word, the word that he spoke, actually penetrates the dead ears of the young man. No, rather we should say this. The words of Jesus actually cause those dead ears to hear. And life then comes forth in this man. Life comes forth. And he sits up. Jesus speaks. Death releases its grasp. And the young man is brought back from the dead. Now, this is why we can understand why Jesus told the woman not to weep. She did not need to cry when Jesus was near. Yes, why cry and why worry when Jesus is the one who defeats death itself? Jesus is the raiser of the dead. His voice is stronger than the hiss of death. When Jesus speaks, death is forced to give up its victims. I have told Serenity on a number of occasions that on my tombstone, when I'm put six feet under and a tombstone is put at the head, that on my tombstone I want the verse from John 11.43 printed that says this, When Jesus had said this, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Yes, Lazarus, come out. Now, my name is not Lazarus, as you know. However, like Lazarus, when I am put six feet under, the next thing that my dead ears will hear is the words of Jesus saying, Matthew, come out. And in a twinkling of an eye, those words will shatter death. They will scatter death and I will be brought back from the dead unto life. You see, my friends, the Lord himself promises, yes, he promises in his word to descend from heaven with the cry of command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the Lord will command those who have died to come out of the grave. His word will go forth. And like that son at the city of Nain, everyone who is dead in Christ will sit up alive. 
Death will release its grip. The graves will actually burst forth and those in Christ will rise again to new life. What this means is this then. Nain was not just an isolated event. The events of the city of Nain, the events with that widow were not an isolated event. The city of Nain and what happened there in our gospel reading is a clear picture of what happens when Jesus encounters death. Instead of that funeral at Nain, ending in tears of sadness at a burial, it ended up with tears of joy, with worship at a resurrection. Instead of the grave having the last word over life, Jesus had the final say over death itself. Jesus spoke and raised the son back to life and gave the son back to his mother. Yes, he gave that son back to his mother. Now, some of you here today have walked the road of the widow of Nain. Many of you have lost a spouse. Many of you have lost a child. Almost all of you have walked behind a coffin bearing someone you have loved. And if you haven't yet, you will. And as you know from your own experiences with death, death shows no mercy and it shows no pity on those who mourn. Death actually laughs at us and takes its victims while we weep. The Lord Jesus, though, he knows our sorrows. He understands the tactics and the threats of death upon us. And so Jesus arranges both his path and our path. He arranges them so that they might meet. And in the midst of our troubles, he sees us and understands our sorrows. And like the widow of Nain, we too hear his comforting words, those words of this. Do not weep. Yes, do not weep. These are not words of a rebuke, though. These are not words of harshness to us. They're not a scolding upon us, but they are words of assurance. Do not weep, for death is not the finality of life for you and for your loved ones who are baptized into Christ. You see, dear baptized saints, We are to take these simple words to heart. Do not weep, for it does not matter how long death has held someone in the grave. Do not weep, for it does not matter the age that a person dies. Do not weep, for it does not matter how a person dies, whether it is the dead son at Nain, or whether it is the dead person named Lazarus, or whether it is your loved one who has passed away, or whether it is you. When the voice of Jesus calls forth, when it calls forth to the baptized, death must release its grasp. Dear baptized saints, you need have no fear of death. Your grave is actually conquered. The victory is yours through our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ will call out to you someday and you will hear his voice and you will sit up with life. And there is more. This calling of Jesus to get up and to come out of our graves is not only a calling to Jesus' presence, but it is a calling into the presence of all of the saints. That is right. 
we will all be made alive with each other together in everlasting life. We will see each other after everything is made anew. And what about those who have already died? Those precious loved ones? Those loved ones in our life that have already died and are tucked into their graves? Well, this is the most glorious news as well. We will see them too again. But we will not see them as we remembered them. We will not see them with sorrow. We will not see them with pain. We will not see them with fear. And we will not see them with sin. Oh no, we will not see them face to face with this sorrow, pain, and fear, and sin. But it will be quite the opposite. You see, Jesus, he gave that dead son back to the widow of Nain. He spoke life into him. He raised him from the dead and he gave that son back to his mother. And just as Jesus delivered the separated son back to his mother, Jesus will do the same for you and for me too. He will restore the dead to the living and the living to the dead. Indeed, we will all be reunited with all of our loved ones who have passed away. Death will no longer be able to separate us, which means at the great resurrection of the dead, the dead in Christ will be called out of their graves under Christ together with us. And all of us together in the presence of Christ, the Lamb of God, will dance with new bodies while rejoicing that Jesus has defeated death and hell and sin and the devil himself. We will together shout and laugh and jump together. For we know Jesus has called us out of death. We will know that Jesus has wiped away all of our tears and gave us life together forever. The story of Nain today is a clear picture of our hope in the presence of death. This hope is not based on human speculation, but rather it is based upon what Jesus has done and will do for us. Dear baptized saints, do not cry. Do not cry. Get up. Jesus makes all things new for you and for me. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit Zion Lutheran Church's website at www.zionwinner.org. The Lord bless and keep you.